Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. Be faithful in wherever you are right now. Do it to the best of your ability. Do it because it's right and do it right, and God will promote that. all the prerequisites for promotion, integrity stands out as the number one attribute for success. Join Gloria Copeland and Pastor George Pearsons for more insights into God's plan for promotion on The Believer's Voice of Victory. Hello everybody, I'm Gloria Copeland and welcome to The Believer's Voice of Victory. Pastor George is back with us today talking about promotion. I don't know anybody that doesn't want to be promoted. I don't either. Increase and That's go right. to higher things. That's right. Glory That's right. God. So the yeah. Word of God gives us some, some instruction about what to do in order to be promoted. That's right. Pastor's going to talk to us about Gloria, it. thank you. This is our, our last Friday on this series together. Thank you for allowing me to be with you. Thank and you for coming. I have such a good time. We have such a good time we with you. We enjoy this Together word, on these we? broadcasts. and. And all of the outlines that Gloria and I have done here, they're available to you right now, kcm.org. Just go to the picture of Gloria and me and click onto it and it'll take you directly to the outlines and you can study them. And really they can go back and watch these broadcasts with these outlines and really develop a, <clears throat> a, a, an inner image of seeing yourself being promoted. Amen. It is God's will for you to be promoted. It is God's will. There's a scripture in Philippians, the first chapter, that talks about <clears throat> the good work that God started in you. He will develop it. He will, he will yeah. promote it. He will, he will get you to the place that you need to be. So you are on a path to promotion. Yeah. You just begin to receive that promotion by yeah. faith. And I believe that you will have the best Amen. jobs. You'll have the best employment. People will put you in charge. You will go on and you'll, you may end up running the company that you're working for or the Lord will give you a company. It all depends on what you do That's though right. with the word that talks about promotion. You stick with God, he'll stick with you. Well, okay. There is a gloriousm <laughs> right there. You stick with God and God it's will stick truth. with you. It, it is, is the, the truth. truth. It is the truth. Now, where, where promotion is concerned, this last week, we've been talking about prerequisites to promotion. What was it that caused David to be promoted? What were the things when David was out in the field with the sheep and Samuel came to Jesse and looked at all of his sons and the Lord said, God does not look on the outward appearance. He looks on the heart. He looks on the inside. What was it that David had that, that qualified him to become king of Israel? Well, we've been through some of these and we're going to talk about the last one today. But so far this week, we've talked about what you need to prepare for promotion is a servant's heart. Yes. You need to walk in humility, <clears throat> be diligent, be faithful, yeah. And today, Gloria, we're talking about integrity. Okay. We are talking about being a person of integrity. This is big. 
This is big. You know, in this day and hour that we live in, it is a rare thing to see people of integrity. I'm amazed. You know, we have at our home, we have a pool there at the house and we've had work done on the pool and we, uh, you know, sometimes we'll have people come in to what fix the pool or do things around the house. I am just amazed at how many people don't show up. They tell you that they're going to be there at a certain time and they don't call. They don't let you know. They don't show up. And, and Terry and has... they don't get invited back. They do not else. get invited back. <laughs> Terry will have... And Terry's pretty much in charge of the... all of the projects of the house. That's a good thing. I'm over the accounting department. Oh, that's a... Oh, Andy. That's a good thing. <laughs> so... You're the she, bottom liner. She takes care of all of the phone calls and all the people that we bring in to do that work. It is amazing to me. She will clear her schedule on a morning... And this guy says, well, I'll be here at 10 o'clock and we'll go over the yard together and we'll take a look at it. 10 o'clock comes and it goes. No phone call. Finally, noon, she calls and the guy said, well, something happened to our truck and it broke down and I couldn't be there. Excuses, excuses, mm. excuses. Yeah. I'll tell you the ones who are going to prosper. I'll tell you the ones who are going to be the most benefit. The people that have the most integrity are going to be the ones that will get all the work. Sure. If you, if you have a company. On. Yeah, you can depend on them. If you have a company, you make a determination that you're going to walk in all of these prerequisites for Amen. promotion and especially integrity. If you are a company of integrity, you will be covered up with business. People will be looking for you if you are a person of integrity. I'll tell you, people are going to come looking for you. They will seek you out. You have an agent. The Holy Ghost is our agent. And he knows what we do. He knows what we're capable of doing. And he will find you in the deepest resources right. of, of what recesses of whatever business you're working in and he will get you out of there just like he got Joseph out of prison. Right. He got Joseph out of prison and put him before Pharaoh and Pharaoh put Joseph right under him in his leadership. It is truly an amazing yeah. thing. The biblical, the biblical principles of promotion, but we have, God has his part. We have ours. And our part is walking in integrity. What Let's take a look. What was your first job here? I asked you that the other day. Your first job at KCM. Well, Kenneth, Kenneth brought me on board to start the in-house art department. But before I started the in-house art department, I came right into a, the middle of a project that was going on. And we were sending out a flyer to the partner list with a cassette tape in yeah. it. And they needed help because the whole, everybody on staff was doing it. All 12 people, all 12 were, people. All 12 people <laughs> were gathered together and we, they'd set up these tables. And so Doug said, before you start the art department, I need you to stuff those envelopes. Well, I had a choice to make. I could have, I could have said, I don't want to, Kenneth hired me to do the art department. I don't do that kind I'm of work. Too important. <laughs> I, I, I'm too important. I'm too important. I could have gotten aggravated you with it. You could have gotten axed. I could have gotten axed as well. That's exactly right. But you know, my, and, oh, and my dad man. taught me this as I was growing up. 
All I have ever wanted to do is to be a help. Now, I haven't been the best at that throughout all of, especially my young years, but I endeavored to do so. I endeavored to be of value. Yes, you can be valuable to someone. Is there somebody right now that is looking for you? I believe that the partners and friends of Kenneth Copeland Ministries get the very best jobs that are Praise out there. God. Because we yes. are people of integrity. And depend on them. <clears throat> and it's said more times that, than I've heard over the years that when people describe Kenneth Copeland Ministries and Kenneth and Gloria Copeland, they describe them as people of integrity. Praise God. If Kenneth and Gloria Copeland give you their word on something, it is done. Because Amen. listen to this, Gloria, how can people, they don't connect the dots on this one. People, they are, they have no integrity in their lives but then they expect God's word to be a, a word of integrity. And the, the, the more integrity you have in the things that you say and the things that you do, the more the integrity of the word of God will work for you. Because you have, you have faith in, in that word yeah. and you have faith in your own word. So I endeavor to be a man of integrity That's right. and my words... If I give my word, and I remember one time we were meeting with somebody at the hangar and Brother Copeland was going to meet us there. John, your son, was there with us and it was John, somebody else, myself, and we were meeting at one o'clock. Well, one o'clock came and went. No Kenneth. And John and I are like, Very unusual. this is most unusual. Well, about 1.15 or so, Brother Copeland comes walking up the stairs. And he stands there and he looks at us and he says, guys, I want to repent for being late. He said, I was stuck. And we all know around here what it means to be stuck at the train tracks. Yes. There's a train track right long by here. Long train. <clears throat> the long train. And sometimes you can sit there for five minutes or more waiting for that train to go by. Well, Brother Copeland got caught at the train stop and it made him late. So John said this. John said, well, Daddy, he said, he said, you were just late a few minutes. That was not the right thing to say. Kenneth looked at him and he said, John, late is late. <laughs> Whether it's a minute or five or ten, late is late. I've never heard this story before. And I, boy, I, I locked that one down. In my... You remembered it. Oh, I remember that one. Mm -hmm. I remember that one. And Gloria, I have, I've made a few doozy mistakes in my years at Kenneth Copeland Ministries. You guys have been so good to but me. you survived. I survived it. But there was one time at a meeting many years ago, my responsibility was to go walk over to the hotel and escort Kenneth over to the venue. It down, was just... When we were downtown? It was, well, no, it was, I forgot where we were. We were in a meeting. We were in a meeting somewhere, in Nashville or someplace. Anyway, we weren't driving him to the venue. This is a long time ago, maybe my first year. And <laughs> so they told me, walk to the hotel, <laughs> go up to Kenneth's room, <laughs> escort him over to the, to the meeting. <laughs> and so I was being diligent at the meeting. I was working the book table and I forgot to get him. And all of a sudden, one of the guys said to me, aren't you supposed to get Kenneth? 
I said, oh my gosh, what time is it? Well, at least I was working, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> so I, sleeping. <clears throat> I ran, <clears throat> I ran across the park and I could see halfway, there's Kenneth Copeland by himself. Oh. <clears throat> so I ran across the park, I ran up to him, he's just walking with his Bible, and I ran, I stopped, I turned around and just walked with him. Neither of us said a word. <laughs> he did not say a word to me, not one word. And I walked him to the venue and delivered him backstage. And I think, I think on the way I may have said, I'm sorry, I, I was shaking. I'm sorry I was late. But he, did not, he didn't say one word to me. But you know, it, the whole thing made such a mark on me that I was never, ever late again. <laughs> so we have to you be, learn. <clears throat> I learn, mm -hmm. and the Lord will help us with this. So let's look at the scriptures. We gotta get into this. I'm getting in, I'm, all these stories here. Psalm 26, the walk of integrity. In verse 11, this is what David said. As for me, I will walk in my integrity. Isn't Amen. that good? Yes, that should good. be our confession. As for our me, word is good. I will walk in my integrity. My word is good. When I give my word, I keep my word. In Proverbs 20, verses six and seven, most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. The just man walks in his integrity. His children yes, right. are blessed after him. Praise God. <clears throat> I'll tell you, Gloria, you and Kenneth have done a great job training us and us training our kids Praise in God. the things that of integrity. Thank you, Lord. Of integrity. You have really put that down on the inside of us. I see that. I see that in my son. I see that in my daughter. Good. They are people of integrity. Praise so Lord. we thank you for that. Praise God. In 2 Corinthians 3, 2, in the message, your very lives, your very life is a letter that anyone can read just by looking at you. <laughs> so we are, we're being watched. We're being studied. Believers are being studied to see if we are who we say we are. Unbelievers are being studied as well. Mm -hmm, they are. <laughs> they really are. Everybody's reading us like a book. And people look at believers, especially people who believe in the Lord, they, they look at us extra hard because they're expecting more out of us and from us. They're some studying. people really hope we'll flunk the test. They do, but, and, but they study our actions. They study what we do and yeah. how we keep our word. And guys, we have got to be the very best on the job. We have to be the our people of integrity. If you're expecting to be promoted, you'd better be a person of integrity. Amen, that's right. There is a greater demand for integrity from us because of who we represent. Yes, that's right. In Psalm 15, Praise God. it says in verse one, who may worship in your sanctuary, Lord? Who may enter your presence on your holy hill? That's on uh, part B, letter B. B, 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 Let's see, those who may enter your presence on your holy hill. The answer is those who lead blameless lives and do what is right, speaking the Praise truth God. from sincere hearts. Those who refuse to gossip 
or harm their neighbors, or speak evil of their mm. friends. Those who despise, despise flagrant sinners and honor the faithful followers of the Lord and keep their promises even when it hurts. Those who lend money without charging interest and those who cannot be bribed who lend, uh, who, who, those who cannot be bribed to lie about the innocent. Such people will stand firm forever. So Psalm 15 really is a defining moment for us Praise where integrity God. is concerned. People of integrity keep their word. That's right. People of integrity do, they do the right thing. Praise I have a little God. book here, Gloria, that you wrote called True Prosperity that yeah. I've been reading on. Mm -hmm. And you talk about faithfulness and you talk about integrity. Um, you said here, a faithful person, and you can say a person of integrity, consistently does what is right, even if it looks like it could be for his disadvantage. And then you right. quoted Psalm 106.3, blessed are they who maintain justice, who continually do what is right. Praise God. So God is looking for people who will do the right thing. And for instance, mm -hmm. I give a couple of examples down at the bottom, returning the rental car in better shape than when you found it. That's integrity. And then this one, it's a story I heard about you many years ago. You asked permission from a salesperson to use a safety pin. One of their safety pins? One of their safety pins. You saw, it, you saw it sitting on the table and you needed it for one reason. You needed to pin something. And instead of just grabbing a safety pin, Gloria asked permission if she could use that safety pin. Well, Gloria, that may seem like a very small thing, but that was a very big thing because of your integrity, the integrity. And then of Praise course, God. Brother Copeland, he always gives airplanes in top shape. Oh yeah. Before an airplane is leaves this property and is sewn into another ministry, which You've been involved in over 35 aircrafts <laughs> over the years, whether sewing them or paying Praise for God. them or paying money towards them. Whenever one of Kenneth Copeland Ministries' aircrafts or vehicles or equipment leaves the property, it is always in top shape. We do not give junk. That's integrity. He'd rather sew it than sell it, that's, whatever it that's is. That's exactly right. <laughs> He'd rather sew it than sew it than sell it. Yeah. And then finally, in the last few moments, uh, in your second page there, Gloria, in Galatians 6, it says, you'll reap what you sow. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, he shall also reap. And again, people do not connect the dots and realize the connection between integrity and promotion. And I'll give you a good example. Walmart could start a Fortune 500 company with the money from goods that are stolen every year. Mm. I found that research and found that. And I'll give you an example, a quick example of this. We were at a Walmart one time and Terry went in to try on a pair of jeans. She went into the dressing room, tried on the pair of jeans, and she reached into the pocket, and there was an opened uh, cosmetic case, the, 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 the wrapping on it, the packaging of it was open, and the cosmetic was gone. She took it out to the lady, and she said, yeah, women do that all the time. They go in there to try on clothes, and they will take cosmetics in there with them. They'll open that up, take it, put it in their purse, and leave the trash in their pocket. That's called stealing. That is called stealing. 
<clears throat> God is looking for people of integrity. Yes. And we want to show you a testimony right now of a young man that came up in our church, that went on in business and finally became a pastor who he walked in integrity one day and that one action of integrity changed his life forever. Take a look and Gloria and I will be right back. My name is Devon Alexander, and I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. Well, I'm married to Stacy Alexander. We've been married for seven years, and we have three children. And uh, we moved from uh, California to be here at Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And in 1997, I started working for KCM as an electrician assistant. And I worked in partner service and distribution, and I also worked for Eagle Mountain as the youth the junior high youth minister at Eagle Mountain. And from working here at Kenneth Copeland Ministries, I had started out uh, in a bakery, a minimum wage job. I was wondering why did I move to Charlotte, North Carolina? Uh, I didn't move to Charlotte to, to work at a bakery. Uh, it was the only job that was offered. And so here I am, uh, my boss is 18 years old. She's yelling at me all the time. And uh, I did not like working at that bakery, but I will say this, it wasn't until I got my attitude right. I had a bad attitude when I first started working there. And at some point, I had a conversation with the Lord. And I said, Lord, if this is what you want me to do forever, I will do this forever with a good attitude. Right after that, I kid you not, right after my attitude shifted, I got an opportunity to work at a Fortune 500 company uh, there, a big bank, and it was an entry-level position, making $28,500. I began to uh, work at this company, and they had a, a rule there that uh, you had to work in your position for at least a year before you can post to another position. And so I enjoyed that entry-level position, but I, I would take breaks and walk around outside. And one day I found a wallet just laying on a bench outside and I looked at it, opened it up. Obviously, I didn't know who the person was, but there was money in it. So I, I grabbed the wallet and I went back inside. As I jumped in the elevator, the elevator was pretty full. There were people in the elevator. We go up to the top floors where I worked and I got off and dropped the wallet off at the security desk. And uh, little did I know, I got back to my desk and I, all of a sudden, all my managers within 20 minutes were at my desk patting me on the back, supervisors, just saying, great job, You're, what, what integrity you have, what character you have. And I'm like, what are you guys talking about? And they're like, oh, you found that wallet and you turned it in. And I'm like, how in the world did you know that? And they're like, well, on the elevator with you was a manager of another department, and he observed you turning the wallet in. And he saw it, he found out who you were, he emailed us, and we wanted to pat you on the back and commend you for turning that wallet in. You turned it in with money. Man, that's integrity and character. You're the type of person we're looking for. Well, that's about three, four months of me working there that that happened, didn't think too much about it. Well, a couple of months later, they gave us an opportunity to post for another position before the year was up. And I interviewed for it. I did not get the position. They told me that the timing wasn't right, I wasn't ready for it. And so they declined uh, me receiving that position. So I, I, I go back to work and in my entry level job. And little did I know that 48 hours later, I get a phone call from the man that interviewed me saying, listen, we wanna offer you the job. We don't wanna interview you again. If you want the job, you can take it right now. And I thought, well, yes, I want the job, but what happened? 
They said, well, the manager of this department is the guy that saw you find the wallet, turn it in, and give it to the security desk with money in it. And he said, if this guy is on our team, I can train him. We want guys on our team with integrity and character. We can train him, so we've got to offer him the position. Within a year, my salary doubled working in this position. And so I did not think that promotion was gonna happen because I turned that wallet in. It was just uh, integrity and character through the teaching that I learned and to see Pastor George, Pastor Terry, the, the Copelands live the word uh, was a blessing to me as well. So I, I would say I put an emphasis on the word being taught, the word of prosperity, the word of increase, uh, just impacted my life where now I believe it's, it's taken me to places that I'd never dreamed of before. There was another opportunity for a job that came up. And so I went for that job. And, and what's funny about this particular job was they were asking me questions in the interview process. I had no idea what they were asking me. There were times I had to stop and say, listen, I don't understand the question. Can you rephrase the question? And I'm thinking, man, I'm, I'm bombing this interview. But little did I know that they offered me the job three days later. And so in a short period of time, I make $120,000, uh, starting out at 28,500 three years prior, and God's blessing was on me, his favor. And so uh, my advice would be be faithful in wherever you are right now. Do it to the best of your ability. Do it because it's right and do it right. And God will promote that. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.